to Building Stronger Creatives, a fitness podcast for musicians, artists, nerds, and former misfits. I'm a former out-of-shape professional musician turned personal trainer and nutrition coach to hundreds of clients, and I'll give you no-nonsense information about what it really takes to get and stay fit within the context of a creative life. Here, you'll find practical advice on strength and endurance training, sane and simple nutrition, habit building, and time management tools to help you make lifestyle changes that actually stick. Most fitness coaches have no clue what it really means to be a creative, whether you're a professional or a passionate hobbyist. I'm different. I've been where you are, and I share your values. Let me show you how you can use the gym to build a kick-ass creative life. Hello, and welcome back to episode 48 of Building Stronger Creatives. I'm your host, Caroline Juster, and today we're going to talk all about my favorite time of year, which is summer. I am a huge fan of the concept of living your life or organizing your life according to the seasons. And today I'm going to talk a lot about how to organize your fitness routine and how to consider what your fitness goals should be as we move into the summer months. Now, I'm recording this episode on the official first day of summer, which is June 21st, 2022. So happy summer solstice if you are listening to it today on the day it drops. But summer has sort of been going on unofficially for at least a few weeks. So if you have been doing something completely different than what I'm going to recommend, here's what I'll say. If it's working for you, I think that just continue to go with it because you can always have flexibility and there's no one right way to organize your year. But if you are feeling like what you're doing isn't really working or you're struggling with consistency or you just feel like, ugh, I want to be doing summer things, but instead I'm doing all this gym stuff, then this is the episode for you. Now, in the fall, I recorded an episode and I also released a free workout program, which technically you can still download if you're interested, send me a DM that was called the Fall Fitness Kickstart for Creatives. And I talked a lot about how fall is a great time to hit the gym more, especially in the later part of the fall when days get really short, it gets cold, and oftentimes we have a lot of extra holiday calories that we can put to good use through hard workouts. So summer is in some ways the opposite of this. Summer is usually the time of year when we don't want to be in the gym a lot. Most of the people listening to this probably live in the Northern Hemisphere. Just thinking about my clients, I actually do have a few Southern Hemisphere clients that live in Australia, but most of us, this will be the nicest, warmest time of year. It'll be the time of year with the longest days. It's also the time of year when if you have kids or if you're a musician whose schedule is somehow tied to a season, you probably have a lot more free time. And so it just makes sense, I think, to in some ways pull back a little bit with fitness, not completely stop working out. We're gonna talk more specifics here in a minute, but pull back a little and allow yourself to just live your life and enjoy your summer. I know for me in the summer, I want to spend as much time outside as possible. And often summer is a return to travel for me. Typically the last like, I don't know, gosh, like eight or nine years, the last, um, the first part of the year, excuse me, is a time of year when I don't really travel that much and I'm sort of just working and I'm in town. And then starting with our Detroit trip over Memorial Day weekend, we typically take quite a lot of trips, whether they're fishing trips or other music trips or 
just traveling to see friends and family and do things like that. This year I'm taking another hiking trip, so all this stuff happens in the summer for me. And so the things that I'm going to share are informed sort of by my own life and what's worked for me, but also what I've seen with many of my clients. Now, before I give you some specific recommendations on how to think about fitness in the summer and how to organize your workout plans, let me just make one more caveat here. So I know that not everybody has a slow summer, or let's just put it this way, that sometimes your personal or professional seasons don't align with like the meteorological weather seasons. So for example, I have a few clients that are accountants, actually, and I always know that tax season is going to be really fucking busy and stressful for them. For anyone who doesn't know, that's like the whole first third of the year. And for these people, that is a great time of year to pursue fitness maintenance and make consistency the main goal rather than chasing something ambitious like trying to lose a bunch of weight or training for a marathon or trying to set a bunch of PRs in the gym. And so if summer is actually a really fucking uh, busy professional time for you, uh, or there's some other way that summer doesn't align with, you know, normal people's summer, quote unquote, go ahead and just, you know, call an audible and you can still apply these principles of seasonality to your own life, even if it's a little bit different types of seasons. The important thing is that when you're really busy or you're traveling or you have other things going on, that's not really a great time to put the, your foot on the gas with fitness. So we don't want to be like trying to set a bunch of records or training for something really intense because first of all, it puts a ton of pressure on you and you might not be able to get in all the workouts that you want. And second of all, it's a great recipe to not recover very well, not get enough sleep, not get enough rest and burn out and, and potentially end up feeling pretty beat up. So with all that said and done, let's talk a little bit about summer. So my first big suggestion for you for summer fitness is I think this is a great time to just maintain your strength gains. We can maintain strength actually much easier than uh, building strength. So it's a lot harder to get stronger in the first place and it takes a lot longer. Once you have already built a solid base of strength, all you really have to do, in my opinion, and based on my many years of working with clients, is hit the gym two times a week, make sure you're doing some stuff that is rather heavy for you, and make sure you're training your entire body and all the major movement patterns. So if one day you have a heavy deadlift and a press, and then maybe you do some lunges and rows, and then your second workout day, you have a heavy squat and some type of a heavy pulling exercise, whether it's working on pull-ups and chin-ups or doing weighted rows, and then you have another posterior chain exercise, so it could be another deadlift, it could be a leg curl, a glute exercise, and some other type of press. Now we've trained our entire body twice over the course of the week. We have some stuff that's heavy. We are going to maintain our strength. Now this doesn't apply if you are like a power lifter, you have some sort of strength competition and you really need more volume, meaning like you need to do more sets and reps or you need more frequent workouts. But most of the people I'm talking to are just creative people who want to feel strong and fit. They have a lot of other things going on in their lives. And for those people, rest assured, you can maintain quite a lot, if not all of your strength gains, just by lifting two times a week, trading intelligently and pushing yourself hard when you are in the gym. Now, this doesn't mean you have to set a lifetime PR, but you should be putting forth effort. So if we're thinking about a 1 to 10 scale where 1 is like you're asleep <laughs> and 10 is the most effort ever, you know, you should definitely have some sets 
that touch nine, and you should have quite a lot of sets in the seven and eight range. But that approach to training will make sure that you don't lose your strength gains, even if you're not lifting as much. One thing I really like about two workouts a week is that it's easier to squeeze in when you're traveling. So there are a few ways you could think about this. One would be like if you're going on a long weekend and you're leaving, let's say, on Thursday, you could easily do two workouts on Monday and Wednesday for the most part. No problem. Now you hit your weekly workouts. Or if you're traveling and you want to try to lift while you're on the road, it's much easier to try to get just two workouts, especially if they're shorter workouts, like 30 minutes or something like that, than it is to try to squeeze in four or five workouts because that's going to take a lot of time. It could potentially take away from your vacation. It might not even be possible. So two workouts is just a lot more flexible for some of the fun things that we often have going on in the summer. Now, if you're in love with lifting weights and you have no desire to do other things or cut back on your training time, by all means, continue training hard and often and chasing strength PRs during the summer. The point of this is to give you permission that you don't have to go hard and go frequent all year long in order to see the long-term progress and maintain what you've already built. So if you do want more time back for other things, it's absolutely possible to organize your year in this way and still get stronger in the long term. So again, if you want to lift and go fucking hard and heavy, like go do it. That's awesome. And I love that for you. But if you're like, ugh. I want to do other things, but I'm worried that I'm going to lose my strength gains. You will not. I promise you as long as you continue to lift twice a week and follow the protocols that I mentioned. So the next thing that I potentially suggest for the summer is if you are someone who, like me, likes to be outside, likes to be in the sun, if possible, you could consider taking some of your strength training workouts outside. Now, in order to do this and have the best time, you will need some equipment. Now, it's totally possible to train with just your body weight, but you won't be able to effectively hit all the major movement patterns. For example, it's very difficult to train pulling movements and to train your back muscles if you don't have any equipment, unless you're strong enough to do pull-ups and chin-ups. And it's also harder to do hip hinging movements and train those hamstrings using stuff like deadlifts and things like that. Now you can do single leg deadlifts, you can do some glute exercises, but uh, those are strong muscles and over time, if you want them to continue getting stronger or build muscle, you will need some weight. So all that to say, I definitely suggest if you want to train outside that you build a little mobile gym. Some things that are really great for a setup like that would be resistance bands because they take very little space and they're very cheap, relatively speaking. Some places you could look would be Perform Better or Elite FTS. They have Both of those companies have really great resistance bands. I'm partial to Ultimate Sandbags. Anyone who has worked with me or follows me online knows that I really like using this tool. I think it's really fun and it mixes it up while still allowing you to cover the really important basics. You can buy just one or two sandbags and really train your entire body if you know how to use them. So they're extremely versatile. They also don't take up a ton of space, although of course they take up more space than bands, which you can just put in a cabinet somewhere. And they're also relatively inexpensive. The one annoyance about sandbags is that they don't come filled. So when you buy them, you're going to have to fill them, which means a trip to the hardware store. It means a scale. Uh, handheld luggage scale or uh, like a bathroom scale, but you only have to do it once. Once you fill the sandbag, you don't change the weight. So if you're interested in using these, I'd say it's absolutely worth the initial hassle. So you could meet up with friends in a park, 
and organize a workout you could just do your own workout outside you could take some of this equipment especially bands not probably not sandbags with you as you travel and do your workout on a beach or do your workout on a park somewhere nice when you're on the road uh, if you don't want to organize your own workout i guarantee you that if you live in a city there are some types of outdoor workouts occurring around you boot camp style classes conditioning classes strength classes and also things like yoga and other sort of lower intensity or different intensity types of training. Summer is a great time to train outside. Just make sure that if you're gonna do that, you bring some water and you bring your sunscreen. The third thing that I suggest for summer training is that if you are looking for a physical challenge, for a fitness challenge, but you wanna be outside, you wanna be moving, it's a great time to actually focus on improving your cardio fitness. So while we're putting strength on maintenance mode, we can take some of that training time and redirect it into cardio activities. And I'm talking specifically about outdoor cardio activities. I suppose you could do this in the gym, but that sort of defeats the purpose of it's summer and we wanna be outside, but I understand it might not always be safe or possible for everyone to be outside. So of course you could certainly do this inside as well. But it's a great time to ride your bike more. It's a great time to run more if you're a runner or walk more or go for rucks, as I've spoken about in a previous episode. It's a great time to swim. And if you are so inclined, it's a great time to enter some type of endurance event or train for an endurance event in the summer or fall. Because there's typically tons of runs and bike rides, long bike rides and triathlons and other things of that nature going on. So no matter what your ability level is, especially again, if you live in a big city where you have access to a lot of different options, you can probably find something that is going to be perfect for you. But just in general, even if you're not interested in doing a race or competing in some type of endurance sport, there's so many benefits to improving your cardio fitness. And hopefully by now you know that I'm not one of those coaches that says like cardio kills your gains and fuck cardio. Like I think cardio is really important. And I actually think that a lot of people are either A, not doing enough of it or not doing any of it, or B, they're doing too much high intensity cardio and not enough low to moderate intensity cardio. Now, I promise to do more podcast episodes on this in the future where I talk a little bit more about the science and specifics, but a general rule is that we want like 70 to 80% of our cardio to be low to moderate intensity. So I'm talking like somewhere between the intensity of a walk, so a little more intense than a walk for most people, unless you're Walking is the only form of exercise that you're able to do. So a little bit more intense than that, but not nearly as intense as these like high intensity interval classes where you're getting your heart rate in some type of a red zone. So we wanna be more in that middle zone. Could be blue, green, maybe some yellow, depending. I mean, every heart rate monitor system uses different colors, but typically blue and green on at least the ones that I've seen are gonna be a good place for you to hang out. So do, if you're able to, Get outside, do some longer sessions where you're just moving your body in like a repeated motion. You're keeping the intensity a little bit lower and try to do that more frequently throughout the week. That's a great place to start. So for example, maybe you're going to go for a 30 minute bike ride three times a week. So maybe you were lifting four days a week and now you're going to lift twice and you're going to add or switch a couple of those days to bike riding days. That would be a great place to start. You could recruit friends to go with you. You could join a local cycling or running club. Even if you're not entering a race, those clubs are often really welcoming. And just get out and get moving more. Now, if you're a really experienced trainee or you're like a big data nerd or you like to have specific goals, you can 
certainly create or purchase or work with a coach to help you create a more specific cardio program where you're tracking specific metrics like your resting heart rate, your potentially your VO2 max if you have access to a testing for that. You could track your HRV, which is a measure of your recovery. You could track how fast your heart rate recovers after activity. Like there's a lot of things you could track to see if your cardio is improving in addition to like how fast did I run, how far did I bike, whatever. Uh, and you can use additional cardio training techniques beyond just like going for a bike ride or doing high intensity intervals. But if you don't want to pursue it to that level and you just think, you know, like I want to have more energy. I don't want to feel winded when I'm playing a pickup game with my buddies or when I'm going on a hike this summer. My first place that I would suggest is just start doing more low to moderate steady state cardio and do it more times throughout the week. So you don't need to go for like three hours. It's better to do more sessions spread out over the week that are 20 to 30 minutes. Um, anything less than that, you're not going to get the full benefit. So let's just say 20 to 30 minutes a few times a week. Start with that. It's a great way to get outside and enjoy the summer. And if you want to continue exercising as much as you were before and you're not going to lift as much, this is like the perfect option. It's a perfect opportunity to get the best of continuing to train, continuing to improve your fitness and endurance and stamina and enjoying your summer and being outside. So I strongly suggest considering, again, if you have the time and you're like, well, if I'm not lifting, what am I going to do? Do more cardio. I think that's a great way to take advantage of the summer. The final thing that I suggest is just to have some fucking fun. As I see it, one of the biggest reasons to develop a consistent fitness routine, one that you can stick with, one that you enjoy at least some of the time, one that's helping you get better, is that you want to have a life that's fun, a life that allows you to go on adventures, a life that allows you to do all the things that you want to do. And if you have dreams or goals that you're not limited by your body, and that's not the thing that's stopping you from going after them. When I think about my own life, I like to go on these big hiking trips. I like to go to music festivals. I like to be able to go fish or ride my bike. And continuing to train is what makes all those things possible. So what I'm trying to say is that if you have been putting in the work, you've been getting strong, you've been taking care of your nutrition and your sleep, you're doing your cardio and you're feeling good, like summer is the time to let that shine, you know, find things that are fun and active, maybe things that you didn't think you'd be able to do or you haven't done in a long time and get after them. Enjoy what your fitness has given you. And by the way, you don't have to be like the strongest person at the gym, the leanest or most shredded person, the best athlete like you just have to feel more confident you have to feel a little bit stronger maybe you have fewer aches and pains you've got more energy you're just feeling good you're feeling better than you were before you committed to fitness and you can do whatever you want basically and again i think summer is the perfect time for that because i think about here in chicago like summer is the best time of year there's so much going on there's so many opportunities for fun and adventure and i know chicago is not the only place like that so whether it's a family vacation, whether it is a race that you entered, whether it's just playing more pickup games with your friends or going on some type of a trip where you're doing hiking or just being outside and walking around more and not feeling so fucking tired and exhausted. Like if, if you're in a place to enjoy that stuff, I want that for you and I want you to go out and live your life and enjoy your summer. This is one reason why I did this episode because I want to give you permission to think that like to not think, excuse me, like I have to be in the gym 24 hours a day or I'm going to lose all my gains and so I can't afford to enjoy summer. Hell no. I want you to get in shape and I want you to be consistent so that you can do the things that you want to do. And for a lot of us, that's having fun in the summer. So while I definitely 
do not recommend that you take a complete break from working out, especially lifting weights. I do think you should aim to lift weights twice a week. Uh, you know, if you want to pull back a little bit in the summer and go out and have some fun, I say go ahead and do that. Just understand that when the summer's over and things slow down or maybe you don't have as much going on, if that is applicable to your year, then that's a great time to get your butt back in the gym and do some of the things that I talked about in my fall episode, which is lifting more, you know, eating more and chasing strength and muscle gains. So just to summarize, I did this episode because for many years now, I've been a big believer in the idea that seasons dictate our life. And in this episode, we talked about like weather seasons. We're talking about summer, but it could also be a professional season where maybe you're looking for a new job or you have a stressful time at work or you're taking auditions. Uh, It could be a personal season like you just had a kid or you're dealing with aging parents or things like that. But we can't just have the same routine and the same goals all the time because life is always different and it's always changing. And honestly, I think that the changes are one of the more beautiful things about life if we can embrace them. So when summer comes around and it's warm and beautiful and the days are long and you're traveling and there's a whole bunch of stuff going on, I think it's a great time to put strength on maintenance, potentially do more workouts outside, whether that's your lifting workouts or whether you're going to do more outside cardio since you're not in the gym as much. And I think it's a great time to enjoy all of the benefits, the real world, real life benefits that training consistently give to you. So go out, have fun, be active and do the things that you want to do. Keep that maintenance mode going and know that you're not going to lose all your gains and you can always come back and hit the gym harder when you don't want to be outside as much or you don't have as much going on in your personal life. So I hope that this was helpful for you. I am always open to discussion about what we talk about on this podcast. I love talking with people and if you send me a DM on Instagram, I promise that I will always respond. Every once in a while it goes to my hidden folder. So it might take me a day or two, but I'm always looking and I'm always open to speaking with you. And I really do appreciate that you're listening to this podcast. So thank you. If you do want to send me a DM about what we talked about today or about a potential future topic, we're coming in on 50 episodes here, which is really exciting. So I would love to know, you know, what do you want me to talk about? Are there myths you want me to bust? Are there questions that you have? Like, again, I'm open. My handle is at Caroline Juster. That's uh, C-A-R-O-L-I-N-E-J-U-S-T-E-R. In case you didn't know, I will respond. I will look for your message. And otherwise, thank you so much for listening. And I will see you on the next episode. Now go out and enjoy your summer. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Building Stronger Creatives. If something you heard resonated with you, I would love for you to share this episode with someone else who might enjoy it. I also always appreciate comments, ratings, and reviews. These things help me get the word out to other creatives who could benefit from this type of information. See you back on the next episode. Until then, stay curious, stay passionate, and stay strong.